From right here in the beautiful Flathead Valley, I'm Micah Drew, and this is the Flathead Beacon Podcast for Wednesday, October 13th. This week, the Flathead Beacon staff put together an issue of the paper dedicated to the arts, focusing on stories about artists, musicians, and writers in the Flathead Valley. While I do not have a guest joining this week due in part to some flight delays getting back from a weekend in Chicago, I will be running through the highlights of the fall arts issue before getting on to the biggest stories in the last seven days. However, you can be excited for a bonus episode of the Flathead Beacon podcast that will be out soon, featuring an interview with outgoing managing editor Myers Reese, who will look back on his time here in Kalispell with the Flathead Beacon and talk about his next venture. Before we get to all of that, though, a reminder that this episode of the Flathead Beacon podcast is made possible in part by members of the Flathead Beacon Editors Club. Members support all of our journalism in all of its forms, in print, online, and here in the podcast studio, and they do so for as little as $5 per month. Members get some extra perks, too, so if you want to find out more or join today, visit beaconeditorsclub.com. Now, let's dive into the fall arts issue. Six paintings by local artist Ace Powell that have been held in a private collection for more than four decades have been bequeathed to the Hockaday Museum of Art by Duane Steiner. Steiner developed a friendship with Powell in the late 1950s and began purchasing and commissioning his work shortly after. One piece that will soon be displayed at the Hockaday is Prairie Fire, believed to be the last painting Powell finished before passing away in 1978. The painting depicts three Native Americans on horseback overlooking a landscape burning in the background. Powell was born in New Mexico in 1912 and was raised in Apgar at the southern end of Lake McDonald and Glacier National Park. As a boy, he used to watch the famed Charlie Russell paint at Bullhead Lodge, and the great American West artist mentored a young Powell. Hockaday executive director Alyssa Cordova has said that Powell should be considered a local Charlie Russell. When the collection is officially turned over to Hockaday, the museum is planning a grand showcase to feature the work. Another local artist that is currently having his work prominently displayed at the Imagine If Library in Kalispell until the end of November is Rocky Horner, an acrylic artist who sold his first piece of art when he was 14 as a high schooler in Kalispell. Currently, his exhibit Timeless Montana is on display and Horner will host a Meet the Artist Facebook Live event on October 20th. In another part of the artistic arena, the Glacier Symphony is about to launch its 39th season this fall, and it's going to be a special one. It's the 25th season with artistic director and conductor John Zoltek. Zoltek started his career as a musician when he was just seven years old, studying guitar under traditional jazz master Alvin Pulley. He was later accepted into the renowned Berklee College of Music in Boston and began a more serious career path in music, immersing himself in the symphonic world. Zoltek has conducted abroad in countries including Latvia, Canada, the Czech Republic, and Ecuador. In his time with the Glacier Symphony, Zoltek has composed several orchestral pieces, including the Going to the Sun Fanfare for Orchestra, which he composed for the 100th anniversary of Glacier Park in 2010. This season will feature many of his pieces, including a world premiere of his latest cello concerto he finished composing just last month, and will feature Robert Demain, principal cellist with the Los Angeles Philharmonic, in November. 
And lastly, in the musician spotlight as well, Big Fork artist Tommy Edwards of Comatose Posse and Man in the Box has turned his music career up full volume after auditioning on the NBC show The Voice and landing a spot on the show working with country star Blake Shelton. Edwards landed the final spot on the show's lineup in an episode that aired October 5th and now has nationwide bookings. Keep up to date with Edwards by watching this season of The Voice on NBC or online at NBC.com. This was just a little overview of the features included in the Fall Arts issue of the Flathead Beacon. To read all of the pieces, pick up a copy of the paper on stands today. And now, here are the biggest stories from the last seven days as of 10 p.m., Tuesday, October 12th. Up in Glacier National Park, sustained winter weather conditions at elevations higher than 5,000 feet have prompted officials to close going to the Sun Road's alpine sections on October 10th. The road's hard closure is slated for October 17th, and it is not yet known whether the road will reopen briefly to Logan Pass before the official closure. Currently, visitors can drive 15.5 miles from the west entrance to Avalanche Creek and 13.5 miles from the St. Mary entrance on the eastern side to Jackson Glacier Overlook. Hikers and bikers are still free to explore beyond the road closures. This season, the Sun Road offered 96 days of motorized access to the park's stunning alpine expanses as of October 12th, after all 50 miles of the scenic byway opened July 8th. Over in Whitefish, residents will soon make the decision whether to renew the once-controversial resort tax that adds 3% to the bar and restaurant sales, lodging, and non-essential retail goods in the city. According to the City of Whitefish, the resort tax has generated more than $14 million in property tax relief since it was first passed 25 years ago, which amounts to roughly $1.3 million a year. It has also funded $26.6 million in street improvement projects and provided more than $2 million in park improvements. City leaders are asking for voters to approve a 20-year extension of the tax. The current request includes designating revenue for capital improvement projects and provides an estimated $100,000 each year to fund maintenance of the Whitefish Trail System's 43 miles and 14 trailheads. Constituents will be able to cast their ballots on November 2nd. Also up at Whitefish, Dan Graves, the CEO of Whitefish Mountain Resort, has announced his retirement following the 2021-22 ski season. Graves has been in the role of CEO since 2007, and under him, Whitefish Mountain Resort expanded its summer activities greatly, including adding zipline tours, the alpine slide, the bike park expansions, as well as later expansions such as the Aerial Adventure Park. Replacing Graves as CEO will be Nick Columbus, who is currently the resort's director of marketing and sales. And finally, down in Kalispell, the city council approved an ordinance that will allow recreational marijuana dispensaries, cultivation, and manufacturing in industrial zones of the city once facilities statewide are permitted to open up, which will begin January 1st. Dispensaries will be treated similar to liquor stores, while cultivation and manufacturing facilities will be akin to industrial manufacturing. A 300-foot buffer from churches, schools, parks, and city residential zones measured from property line to property line will be required. The originally proposed ordinance would have allowed dispensaries, which are considered retail, in certain business zones. However, in a 4-3 to vote, the council amended it to be restricted to industrial zones after it was motioned by Mayor Mark Johnson. Industrial zones are limited to just a few locations in the city, which restricts marijuana facilities to Old School Station on the southern end of Kalispell and areas near the city airport. 
public comment can be provided in person at the second reading of the ordinance at the October 18th City Council meeting or via email anytime. That's all we have for this week. Once again, if you have not yet picked up the fall issue of Flathead Living Magazine, be sure to grab one off stands now. And keep an ear out for the upcoming bonus episode of the Flathead Beacon podcast, which will feature a conversation with departing managing editor, Myers Reese. This episode of the Flathead Beacon podcast was hosted, edited, mixed, and produced by me, Micah Drew. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week.